0: I have takes and they are hot, all quite ting ting, it's the start of the pod. My team's good and yours is not quite down ting ting, it's the start of... A-A-L. It's the start of the pod. A-A-L. It's the start of the Hello! Coming to you in a pre-recorded fashion from the League Podcast Studio in Columbus, Ohio. I am Diesel, and this is Don't Fear the Keeper, Offseason season edition. Uh, joining me today, uh, the D.O. of B.O. himself. Charlie is with me, the commish. Chuck, how we doing?
1: i to take a comp with that one.
0: That was actually like I don't know why, but it was the first thing that popped into my head when I sat down to write this down.
1: <laughs> there you go. I
0: well, felt John,
1: I, I, I'm doing great. Uh, not to just you know, jump off of that incredible right. name you called me there, but I, I think fucking... some I think some congratulations is in order um, for you, John. Why is that? Uh, judging by my calculations in the NBA alone, yesterday you went. Um, <laughs> Six six and oh, because as we know, uh, you root for all the teams and all mm-hmm. the sports. All all teams,
0: all sports, love them all. Love a favorite, love an underdog. I just want everyone to have fun. Yeah, that was the point that I was trying to make.
1: I mean, it's you had maybe the most absurd take of all time with this. And, and you know what? Let's let's just dive right into it from there, Charlie. Yeah, I considered going dark on all group messages until we address this in the podcast. This is the most bananas take ever, and you know what, John? I had just decided that whatever this is, whatever we're done discussing this, I am logging off. So those of you listening to that's us, it. However long the podcast is, that's how long John and I do this argument for. So buckle yeah. in and let's go. That's, that's
0: great. No, that's that's a good thing. Before we dive fully into this, what Charlie and I wanted to do, obviously you know, there hasn't been a big outcry this year for off-season pods, as there have been in years past. Mm -hmm. But we did have uh, what can, I think, fairly be described as uh, among the more toxic arguments uh, that we've ever had in group chat form. It was mostly you and I. There was some Paul kind of sprinkled in, but he kind of bailed, and it was just a a bout between uh, the two of us. And uh, we decided that, you know what, we needed to rehash it, because group me arguments get really fucking confusing pretty quickly. Yes. We wanted to we ha- rehash this in a, a one-on-one, just Chuck and I, toe-to-toe type of situation. So, yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, I was just saying, so uh I don't know if you guys can – you guys don't know this, but John and I are using the new Zencaster video podcasting. Software. Oh, right, yeah. So John and I can see each other while we're doing this. So not only are we going to argue, but I'm going to be able to actually scream in John's face about this while we're arguing over it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be able to look Charlie in his cold dead eyes and tell him that he's a piece of shit over and over. It's gonna be great. Everyone's gonna have a good time. Uh not the least of which being I can't I, and I can't
1: I can't foresee anybody not having a good time without Charlie's <laughs> <or> argument again.
0: <laughs> no, but to, okay, you know what, let's just set the stage again. The argument that is being had here is that I said that I did not understand the Chiefs' hate. Cause I don't understand people just Loathing another team like this viscerally for seemingly no good reason, outside of, in my opinion, just that ESPN is on their bandwagon.
1: That's which is a, which is a bananas take, by the way. Uh, and, the, most, the most ridiculous. You're not. You're just not allowed to hate teams, John.
0: It's not that you're not allowed to hate teams. I think you got to have a reason for it. I really do. And my main issue is that I hate it when a team gets good. Like, the, when the Chiefs first got good, the same thing happened with, like, the Warriors. And, like, there have been tons of teams like this where a team first gets good and everyone's, like, really excited about it because it's, like, oh, like, you know, they, like, knocked off the Patriots or something like that. And everyone's, like, rooting because it's new blood. And then, like, two years later, they aren't new blood anymore. They're old blood. And people are just, like, in the background just screaming, like, go fuck yourself, Pat Mahomes. And it just it drives me up a wall. It does. I hate it. I hate that that's a thing that just happens in sports. So you, so you just hate that people don't
1: like other teams
0: in the league. But there's just no reason for it. There's no good reason for it. Like you guys hating the Warriors, good reason for it. They were directly against the Cavs for all of those years. It's just like the Chiefs were far from the reason that the Browns did not win the Super Bowl this year. But, but you root for a different team, John. Yeah, you you root for a different team, and I have no issue taking, like, rooting interest just arbitrarily in games. But to just loathe a team so, like, viscerally, just purely because, uh, like, sports center. John, you root for a different team. Yeah, yeah, you root for a different team. That's not what we're arguing here. It's that you root against
1: so viscerally another team. Because you root for a different team. But your team's not involved in this game. You're not. You're not allowed to hate. You're not allowed to root against a team when your team's not involved in the game.
0: I'm just thinking that there needs to be a reason for it. That's a, like a, a some sort of reason for it. Like even if it's something as like dumb as you guys just hate that Steph Curry chews on his mouthpiece. That's at least a because reason. Because we,
1: diff- we root for different players. He's not on the team we root for. But it's it's source different. You don't just hate the Hawks. You don't just, like, fucking loathe the Hawks.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So we weren't weren't actually going to rehash that argument. Um, Yeah. Again, what we did was we did that for about... (laughs) Six minutes. Almost five minutes. Um, Oh, yeah, that's true. uh, We want to see if anybody's still listening to this after anybody. (laughs) So we we had that a big ol' leader for it. And if you are still listening to it, wait till the end of the podcast, and John and I will have some sort of phrase or code or something text us and we'll send you a present.
0: Yes. And to be clear here to make sure there's no sort of weird scenario, you have to make a group chat with both Charlie and I and send us whatever the phrase is at the end of this, uh, towards the end of the episode. That way it's not like one person texts you, one person texts me. And then like, we have to figure it. No, it's one person yeah. text, both of us. And it's settled.
1: Um, and luckily, messages all get timestamps, so we'll know who does it first. So there's no yes. Um, and John and I will send you a present of some kind. We will choose the present, and we will abide by Secret Santa rules, and that we won't send you a live animal or <laughs> or poison or something. You know, yeah, like there will
0: also be nothing that puts you on an FBI watch list in the present. Right. We can guarantee yeah. you that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we will be. Yeah, it'll be a mystery present. We will not be revealing it in the episode. You will find out when it arrives at your doorstep.
1: Yeah. But Um, real quick, though, just to, I think, just not rehash the argument, but just to talk about the actual event of the argument. Mm -hmm. I um, can't remember a time. So I think, first off, not every group me argument is for every person in the group me. Yeah. Yes, you, you rarely do you get a five, six, eight person wide argument. Nor, <laughs> normally, it's th- two to three. Occasionally, maybe a four person argument. You get like two teams of two kind yeah. of going at it. You that's know. the most reasonable, I think. Usually, uh, that, that's kind of standard. Not only was it basically an A and B argument between you and me, but I have never—I don't remember a time in which every person in the group chat was like, not only do we hate this argument, we're leaving the group chat. We can't stand it anymore.
0: <laughs> we did. It's kind of shocking, given that reaction to us arguing, that people routinely listen into this podcast and complain when it is not posted in a timely manner. Yeah. Like, there was every opportunity for this league to just be rid of us, but no, they they want this thing. Yeah. They and want I to hear think, us talk.
1: And I think just to, summarize I think what our points were was which, which I think understand that we got a little clouded after about hour three of argument, <laughs> I think the points the original points get a little strayed and what, what I think what I think if I could sum it up John your point was that you don't disagree you don't agree with the idea that people hate a team just because they're good and because ESPN talks a lot about them and my mm-hmm. point was be was ultimately that that's not the reason people hate the team. They hate the team because they root for a different team in the league. And that team is good saying that, like I think 99% of people that don't like the chiefs don't like them because they are NFL fans and have a different team besides the chiefs.
0: And again, yeah, we're not going yeah, to get any, we're not going to get into it. But that, that,
1: yeah. that was, I think was our points. Clearly yes. they got, they got a little, skewed there in the middle. Um, There's some muddling, yeah. There, yeah, I mean, uh, it happens. It does. Um, Which, to, to that point, it, it would
0: actually be simpler if we just, just debated it in podcast form, but we're just not going to do that. But we see the no things we to, we, so.
1: we, can't, we can't fire up a pod every time we want no. to have a, a discussion.
0: Yeah. You know. So that would be an incredible move if we just, every single time we got into, like, the the whiplash, the, uh, <laughs> the uncut gems argument. Yeah. If we were just like, all right, fuck it, no, you know what, Charlie, meet me on uh,
1: Zencaster in fifteen. Or we started doing disc pods instead of <laughs> disc tracks. We just get on a, pod, a podcast and talk shit for like fifteen minutes.
0: We do do that periodically, where we just go like, Brian is the dumbest fucking human being on the planet. Yeah,
1: but this would be this would be like, just be like me or her. Just be by myself, and be like that motherfucking John, like you know whatever.
0: Yeah, we would have to like stylize it. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. But moving on from that, because we, we promised we wouldn't do it, but
1: we've been talking about it. Sure, John and I had no intention of rehashing the argument. We yeah. had every intention of acting like we were going to rehash it and seeing if anybody made it past the actual argument part <laughs> of it. So Which, if you've made it
0: thus far with us, uh tip of the cap, really, regardless of if you're the first, great job for sticking with us. Um... Okay, so now uh, what we're going to move into, uh, before we get into the meat of sort of what we want to talk about, Chuck, you wanted to recap some league business, as so I recall.
1: Cu- so a couple items of league business I want to just discuss real quick. Um, I can, As I turn to my right here, which you guys can't see, but John can. Um, the peach hog sitting on my uh, <laughs> on my dresser. It's still broken. I haven't fixed it yet. I put off uh, fixing it, which is just entails me getting super glue and putting the top back on the base. Um, I, I held off fixing it until I saw if maybe UPS was going to like refund us money and it's, it, it's quickly become more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> um, if anybody, if anybody should feel bad or be upset, it should really be Alex. So I think paid for like, Oh, I don't, I don't pay for overnight shipping, but paid for like them to not break it. You know? <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. Whatever, whatever type of shipping that is, that's what Alex, I think paid for. Colin can clarify that later. Yeah. yeah what kind of shipping and, and so that's kind of the the only person. But anyway, so I'm going to fix it. And I'm thinking um, I'm going to potentially make a new trophy this summer out of um, out of wood. And I'm debating as what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to make the peach Hall, like the Lombardi trophy shape, out of wood. Rather i do something different, we, that could be a discussion amongst the group later. But I was thinking – the reason I want to do that is because a couple of things. One, um, we could get we could have Jane potentially make a legit Norwich Football League like League Shield or logo or something. Ooh, and I, could, that's I true. could burn that or engrave that into the trophy. Now, hang on, Charlie. I made a League logo
0: uh, yeah, during uh, my brief stint, if and, you'll and, recall. And it's,
1: it's similar to the Zach uh, podcast covers where they were a great effort and very much appreciated the time. <laughs> Uh, However, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to debate that Jane's podcast uh, thumbnail is better than anything we came up with um, in the past. So I think that the whole same process will hold with a potential um, league <laughs> shield, emblem, logo, whatever you want to call it. And also, John, maybe we'll get, and Jane does one of those like discover artists of 2021 type of thing. Maybe we'll get in there oh, this time. That's true. Yeah. So, art versus artists. And then
0: it's, yeah, yeah. actually, you know. The best thing she created, you know, yeah, as opposed yeah. to all the other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This um, feud is ongoing, by the way. I just want to remind everyone fe- of that.
1: Until we're featured prominently in a post on Jane's Instagram, it's this is never gonna stop. So
0: I it's it's gonna be a second, I have to unless we do this, then I guess you yeah. know there's a chance that, But so, so
1: so I can either engrave that or burn that in. So that was one idea I have. Also, I, I had an idea of I create a bunch of like The mini ones, similar to like the Wanamaker trophy. I create like a mini trophy type of thing that you get, then get to keep when you, when you win. So back and forth. We'll see what the, what the league, what the league is thinking. Personally, why I kind of want to remake the big one is I could like set it up such that like, you know, when we fill up a base, we, we we can actually have the Stanley Cup. Like I can blame Ground yeah. for us to just have the Stanley Cup, where it's we just keep adding tiers on. I've also I bring up like adding tiers on the trophy. You know, maybe every like couple of months at this you rate. Do. You know, we are twelve years away from eating the second <laughs> tier of the trophy. I, I do want to make that clear. We have filled six of eighteen plaque spots on the uh, on the trophy, so we are we are a full twelve years away. 13 actually, we've got 12 more years, <laughs> and then the 13th year, finally, we need uh, we will be in our late 30s. Before we we will all tier. have
0: families in all likelihood, and like you know, have
1: homes. That... Somebody might I... be dead, somebody could be dead <laughs> the trophy yes. after them. I mean, you never know, that's, that's a lot of time. 12 years. I, I think that the biggest
0: hurdle that this league will face is whenever we inevitably fill up if should we fill up a league trophy. Cause I mean, if you want to talk about an out for ending the league, there is no more concrete out than the trophy is quite literally full. That is true. We have to start prepping now. I think to your point, I think we need 12 years of prep time to make sure we convince everyone
1: that that is it. Not correct. Mm -hmm. We are going to continue. I would have to agree. So, so that's some things in the, uh, hopper for the trophy. So we'll see how, what the league thinks about that. Um, yeah, you know, that'll be so. Sort of, I I have no preference either way. I would just like to maybe do something a little more. You know, if the peach chocolate be taken down by a simple box in the mail, <laughs> we may want to you know get something more more solid. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to cast one out of bronze or <laughs> something like that. You know, be my guess as well.
0: Hey, as we discussed, becoming a silversmith is probably a fairly lucrative. Uh, career path. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just saying if somebody wanted a change of scenery, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's where you go. Mm-hmm. I also, we, we were having this the trophy discussion the other day, and it really reminded me about the fact that the Stanley Cup is just a singular trophy that you just get to, like, pass around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why every league doesn't do that, it completely escapes me. Because it's way
1: cooler. It is
0: infinitely more entertaining.
1: Yeah, I, I'm guessing for from the NFL, there's probably more money in having individual trophies. Um, I, I it probably, oh, it's a, probably probably it's definitely a money thing.
0: Like I'm I mean, sure NH, it somehow Stanley yeah. Cup, I'm sure it's
1: like more, is like, a lot of stuff in hockey's tradition based. That's so probably part of it. But like now in the NFL, like every team wants their own trophy because they can fucking parade it around three hundred and sixty five days a year if they want to. I'd never have to give it back,
0: you know. See, but that's the thing. I think if I was the league, it's just such a it's a way cooler idea if you take the trophy away when the next team wins it. It's like, no, you go win it again. You want it back so bad, go win another one. That's you true. You get a fake one if you want it, but yeah, if you want the real one, go fucking win another
1: Super Bowl. Also Jossens would have the connection because I think it costs like fifty thousand dollars for the make yeah. the trophy. And so they probably don't want to lose out on you know that type of deal.
0: That's their payday every year. Is they just they wait till the next super... They're dreading actually. They probably have been lobbying. I, I
1: don't I don't know what a silversmith makes, but I have to assume that fifty thousand dollars is a good portion of their salary. I
0: would imagine so. Like because really it's
1: that, and then like
0: jewelry maybe. I I guess they would be a I have no idea would... what
1: jewel ju- like. I, I have no idea what jewelers like. So yeah, make. They're all just jewelers, probably, just such special But I have no idea. So, uh anybody has these silversmith connections, let us know. Or,
0: again, wants to become a silversmith. We will put this off if someone wants to go to trade school and become a silversmith in the meantime.
1: But you don't even have to. Maybe you just be like an, probably like an apprentice type of thing. That's true.
0: Yeah, you probably just – you get it. You find the right old man and just – actually, on that topic, this is a non sequitur, but – Fun fact that I found out today, Charlie, uh, the average age of a like land surveyor in the United States, would you like to guess what it is?
1: Considering you brought up old man, I'm going to mm. go high on this. and Smart. I'm going to say the average age, I'm going to go like 67, just above retirement age. That's It's 60. It, it, it's okay. 60 is what it is. Oh, so, okay.
0: Which is that is a fucking ridiculous. That is the average age. That is not like the the mean age. That is not the the mode age. That is the
1: yeah. That is the average a, that's age. That's a lot of people that are old. And <laughs> that means that a shocking
0: percentage are older than that. It's just I, that was just I was like, how the fuck is that possible? But regardless,
1: old people are good at maps, John. What can, what, they what are.
0: Say? They love them. Is really the
1: issue. That's true. Um. So that yeah. was just jump trophy talk. Only other thing, uh, one other item of league business, was I want to start putting it in the hopper now. And I sent out like a feeler to Ben about this, because I think thinking about it, I sent out the feeler in the group chat as well about schedule-wise for some sort of league dinner event type of thing. I think based on the responses that I got in the group chat, Ben will probably have the most... Restrictive schedule that we we'll have to work around, but he even said if something's in Columbus, you should have no issue making it over like a weekend or anything like that. So, yeah, we're not so doing it just, on like a Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, or I mean, or you know, we we've, we've thrown out the ideas before of doing so because it's in the summer. Do something like a, like more of a vacation. Those ideas were thrown out. I'm saying we'll probably you know just stick to Columbus. It's the easiest for most people. Yeah. Um but anyway what I thought what I thought was so obviously we do the Jeff Ruby's um dinner. That's has become a league tradition. We've only done it twice, but I think that's it's ingrained enough to say it's, it's really ingrained. Great. This is a league tradition. Um it, now obviously we'd have we would have done it, you know, sometime in December to January, normally, which we usually do it or have done it in the past. We did it for a couple of reasons. One, Christmas and New Year's fell on very awkward dates and during the calendar week. I think they were both on Fridays this year. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. ended up being a little awkward. And then also we had a something called a global pandemic that had been ongoing. And so like, whatever our, that like, is, like, you know, Zach would Zach didn't come home for um Christmas and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just to his disease riddled s- family. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, just, it, it didn't make sense for a number of reasons to try to shoehorn <laughs> a gathering of 10 people when it really probably wasn't safe to begin with, trying to shoehorn that into an awkward weekend during a global pandemic when everybody couldn't come home. So I think wisely, we opted to just postpone it. Yeah. And we had said now that the weather's starting to break, and it's looking like hopefully in the in the coming months we will sort of either have sufficient vaccination or things will start to open up. You know, we'll start to maybe have the pandemic under control finally after a year and a half. Jesus. Um, a year. So I would, I mean, I would say February to June. That seems, that seems kind of, like a, that's fair. That's I a good timeline. Say yeah. a year and a half, you know.
0: So um, I'm thinking right now, but yeah, you're right. By the time yeah. we get it,
1: yeah. Um, but so I, I was thinking, you know, starting in the summer, probably start when we have to have some availability for um, a league dinner, and my thoughts were this is a, a ripe opportunity to maybe change up the league dinner format a little bit just for this year. So it's in the summer. So instead of going to Jets, we we have like a big cookout with like the league and we can have – that way we can include people like Matt or Kyle or whoever else was having to be in town. Be a little more of an inclusive that Eli, the um, you know, former league member Eli's work could be included as well.
0: Of the Zettler rule.
1: Of the Zettler rule. Um be a little bit more of an inclusive event and we do all out. you know, grill out burgers, um sausage, hot dogs. Maybe we smoke something or, or we do Big Roast round two. Or, or we do or we fire up the air fryer and do something like that. You know, we, we sort of do it a big thing, and that can be sort of our combination of league celebratory event, as well as sort of a celebrating the pandemic kind of
0: being yeah. behind,
1: being in the rearview mirror type of thing. Yeah. So I brought it up to John and you, I think your first reaction was also my first thought, which I think might be most people's first thought was, "Um, Hey, dumb shit. You're only saying that because you didn't win the league <laughs> and does really have nothing to gain by having a Jeff's, you know, what would you do if you were Colin Levis? Would you be yeah. for this? Which, which I've thought of, and I thought there's a couple options. One, um, for option one, would have been Brian. Whatever, whatever this event costs us, add seventy five dollars on to Brian's cost total, and subtract that from Collins' cost total. The, my first response to that being, I don't foresee us spending a grand on <laughs> cookout. I'm not saying it's it's you know above us, but. It seems unlikely unless we were to rent an industrial smoker. And even then, I don't think we touched. A, I don't think I don't think we even touched a grand. When we had the no. pig roast for graduation. I I mean, we got Matt. I think mean, the monastery handled getting the smoker and stuff. So they would Zach and Matt would have a better idea as to what that costs. But I don't. Believe that I don't was. think of was anywhere rainier a thousand dollars. I don't think we. Yeah, I don't even think it was like a hundred dollars a person. I think it was like I think it might been a, a few hundred bucks for the day. Uh, and, and the pig was free. The lodge paid for the pig. That was free. Um, yeah, you know, we're sweet. Thank uh, you, CC three. Yeah, uh, he was so pumped, that he could get us a pig too. That's, <laughs> but that's that's another here nor there. Um, so so obviously that was you know option one. Unlucky, though that, that becomes a fair payout in either direction. Yeah. Uh, option two being Brian, similar to mine and Brian's whiskey um, liquor bet during when we were in college. Brian could basically just get Colin some sort of item or a gift up to a value of seventy five dollars. Whether it would be a bottle of liquor or something else, of of Colin's choosing, Brian could just get him a, basically a present. Um, or option three, which may be the most reasonable, being when we presumably resume if If we do a cookout type of thing and we and we resume going to Jeff's in this December for the next league season, you just sort of roll over um the punishment and Colin would receive his seventy five dollars towards his meal yeah. there to, for the previous year, and then obviously the new winner and new loser would have their own thing going on as well with that same event, you know,
0: which the only issue there being if we have a repeat winner or loser. <laughs>
1: That's what I say. If we decide if that's gonna be the option, if I was Brian, I would withdraw $75 from the bank now, put it in an envelope, and just have right. it. Instead just of instead of Brian walking into a restaurant in December, $150 in the hole before he even gets water glass. That's not, not ideal. That being said, on the other side, if Kyler to become a repeat winner, he walks in like a like a Arabian oil sheet. <laughs> like at that point Colin's like actively like
0: working to get over like hundred fifty dollars yeah, because no, like Colin I mean, could, literally, could literally do anything he's, he's literally has <laughs> like his oil wealth at that point
1: like yeah because I mean you probably get like three drinks at least uh it's, now it, it depends on how Colin went about it because Colin mm-hmm. could get the tomahawk right aside and probably a couple drinks and then all you'd have to pay for would be like an appetizer and a dessert if you if you if went that route. If you could he, move, or yeah, he, or you could get like a ribeye, which would a normal ribeye, which would be like fifty bucks, and then he could literally just bowl out with anything <laughs> else, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be covered, you know. Yeah, there's two two equally, I think, fair ways to go about that. Yeah, I'd just be
0: interested to see the the process because I mean, at that point, like you're actually doing some math to make sure you hit it. Because it'd be very yeah. easy to come in below it mm-hmm. and bail oh, Brian man. out, which no one wants yeah. to do.
1: No one wants to see that happen. Uh, but Colin could have a, a meal fit for a king <laughs> and pay like 20 bucks, you know.
0: Oh, man. I, yeah, you could do it. For, yeah. Yeah, no, that I, I think that that's, again, That's we can chip in our two cents, and, but that's up and, to Colin. And,
1: yeah, and if we, if we ultimately... Decide to do a, a cookout type of thing. That would just that's a Colin Bryant decision. It doesn't affect yeah. anybody else, but they what they were to decide, you know. Um,
0: yeah, so, but they yeah. they are allowed to. Yeah, the the results are settled. We all have our and,
1: and like I said, nobody else is like tied into their yeah. like their thing, so it, it would be their decision ultimately for them. Um, but yeah, so I just thought you know if we if we if we could you know really do up I think a good cookout. would be something that would be fun. It would be a more inclusive event for more of our friends. So just, yeah. something I, just something I thought of, um, you know, there's obviously more logistics to go through with that. People still would have to come in town and, and you know, do stuff like that. But, you know, I, I just thought it would, it would be something that would be fun to sort of change up a rare opportunity we have with, with a league event. So Yeah. And, I
0: mean, we can still do something that's a little bit more formal in terms of, like we could rent out like an outdoor space at a brewery or something like that to like do it or like go afterwards or something like that, where it's like, it's not just like, we're just going to grill out in the backyard and that's it. Like we could, we could make a weekend of it. uh, If we really saw fit.
1: Exactly. Um, Like I said, it could be, it could be kind of a, a, double like celebrating the league another great year of the league, how much fun we have, but also like pandemic in the rear view mirror, we can start to like see society. Again, type of thing. So that would be, you know, it's true.
0: I'd be looking forward to that. Let me fucking tell you that much.
1: Yeah. And so, 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 I, something I thought, um, I assume that at some point people will, will listen to this and, uh, it will, it will get into the group. But if not, in a couple of weeks, I'll bring it up and, and see if, you know, and, yeah, any thoughts.
0: But yeah, I guess, yeah, that, that's a good point of, uh, those that do make it to this point, uh, 20, nine uh, I guess more minutes more than 29 minutes in um yeah say something about it in the group like give your thoughts
1: yeah and, and it's a thing where it's like I don't if, if if people see this and everybody's like or a vast majority of us are like oh no I'd rather just go to dinner then we'll just go to dinner I mean it's not, not like you know yeah like, we no. are at a point
0: now where we can easily do like th- Restaurants have figured this out to the point that we could easily do that.
1: And plus, if we if we, if we got I – mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have – whatever we decide, because people have to come into town, mm-hmm. uh, we're sort of putting I – mean, we'll, we'll probably know the date well enough in advance to make the appropriate accommodation at whatever restaurant or whatever, whatever – if we're doing just again or whatever – if we're getting in the room again or whatever, we'll, we'll have more than enough time to figure that out, you know, so. The
0: room is low-key COVID safe. We actually were way ahead of the game last year. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so I, I want to throw it out there, something that I think could be fun, but if if people are like, hey, now we'll just, we'll, we'll just do the league dinner, then do the league dinner. I mean, I don't, it'd be, if this, this is a, I would be like the, uh, the tie-breaking vote. Like, I, I'm not voting on the matter if we were to take it to a vote. Like, I don't have a preference. Um, I would yeah. be, you know, I'd be like the vice president in this situation.
0: Um, so. Just an objective
1: recorder of the results. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, that, so that's that's all I have for league business. Um, just you know, starting to think forward a little bit.
0: Um, you know, get it on people's radar. What a commissioner, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why Alex and I were impeached. Yeah.
1: and it, and um, it, I will say, it seems like what I threw out originally that Mike, Zach. And Brian didn't seem to have any sort of like holdbacks about coming in at some time for something. So that hopefully will will hold. um
0: I mean, yeah, luckily for all of them, like, their families also are here, so they can
1: very easily it's, it's, tie it's that funny. in. what I originally threw out, would be like, hey, if, if you're all, if, you know, multiple of you, you're all going to have to be in Ohio visiting your family like a random weekend in June, like we'll do it, you know, we'll do it then type of thing. But we'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. We're, you know, we're all, we're all in enough constant communication that I think we can figure this out, you know, in, in, in enough time, so.
0: The amount of messages I received today regarding just someone named John, who was not me, uh It was like two hundred messages between the hours of three and five o'clock. It was absolutely ridiculous. I enjoyed it. I'm just saying, it was fucking nuts.
1: Hey, it's I, I rarely does does a figure enter our lives that is as universally hated by everyone as this giant character. I fucking hate that guy now.
0: I I came into that like half cocked, like I wasn't paying attention to the beginning of the conversation, so I just sort of. It was, I mean, yeah, that guy can go die for all I care. I really, I don't care. Um, all right. League business has now been settled. Uh, so now we're going to move on to uh, 33 minutes into this recording. We're going to move into our, uh, the thing that we actually wanted to do with this episode, besides uh, fake you guys out with the argument and uh, test out this video service which is to do a Mount Rushmore. So this is, I have this marked out as an incredibly specific Mount Rushmore is what
1: this is. And I guess uh, the context being, uh, we'll explain what it is and we'll explain the, why it's kind of an incredible context. Specific one. Right.
0: Yeah. So, the exact category of Mount Rushmore this is is male athletes of our generation, according to Americans. So, Chuck, would you like to walk us through that logic?
1: Yeah, so it's it, it's Mount Rushmore of male athletes of our generation, according to Americans. And what we did there is, is it's a it's a especially with the Super Bowl it, it wearing with with no sports kind of go, basketball going on, but it's sort of the only thing now. Um, we're in goat talk season, you know. Yep, that's that's what we do. Is that we're in goat debate season, so John and I wanted to have um, a, a a debate, you know, or do a Mount Rushmore. But you, could, I mean, you could debate greatest of all time if you're just trying to pick greatest athlete of all time. The debate could go on forever, and you'd never yeah. reach a conclusion. So we had to narrow. We narrowed the focus a little bit to both aim towards John and I's expertise, but also. Direct the conversation a little bit. So it's Mount Rushmore of male athletes. I do not know how to debate where Serena Williams fits into these conversations, which is the female athlete everybody brings up when you talk about greatest of all time.
0: Yeah, and that's both a, a female situation, and more than anything else, I think a a I don't watch tennis situation. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: And it's and that's the one where it's like, well, she's she's so dominant. How do you not put her in the greatest athlete of all time? Well, it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know enough about tennis, little women's tennis, to understand. Yeah. Um. So that's so that's what that's so the to me the male athlete part of it was just to eliminate Serena Williams from the conversation because which is both a compliment and a and that's a compliment <laughs> from us for her her greatness and that yeah, she'd be in the conversation. She's almost
0: her. certainly on the Mount Rushmore, and it's just sort of yeah, she's just taking up a spot that could otherwise be debated pretty yes. much. I think is the logic
1: um, of our generation, because that eliminates the hot, are John and I going to debate whether or not Bill Russell or, <laughs> uh, or Terry Bradshaw belong on it with Tom Brady and LeBron, LeBron like, we're, No, We're not, we're not going to, you know, that's we, I, I didn't watch enough basketball in the, the early seventies to <laughs> understand, be able to, to really debate that. So, I'm defining our generation as kind of like guys that were were their prime occurred after the year 2000. Yeah, like you remember
0: them playing is how I looked at
1: it. it, And people would be like, because, like, obviously, since we've been alive, Michael Jordan won, like, three championships. I don't ever remember seeing Michael Jordan play in a basketball game. I'm sure that I did see him. I'm sure that I was watching a Cavs game. He was on the Wizards, but I don't remember Michael Jordan. Like exactly, play, yeah, type of thing. So, of our generation, uh, according to Americans, that, that eliminates soccer uh, from yeah. the conversation. And John and I, I don't think have enough knowledge to debate where uh Leo Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo go in a debate. Let like, alone Pele, like yeah. if you go, yeah. like <laughs> Pe- Pele, we eliminate from the uh, the generation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. It, it both it both narrows the field of potential athletes and aims the focus towards things John and can actually have a reasonable discussion about.
0: Yeah, and I'll also say I went about this very qualitatively. Like, I was not really breaking out stats.
1: No, it's, um, I, did, I did the same.
0: Yeah, like, it's more of a, like, all right, I know that this guy's in that echelon type of yes. situation – Whereas, yeah, if we started bringing in, like, uh, Wayne Gretzky or uh, any soccer player, at that point, yeah, I'm essentially pulling up their, like, sports reference page, and I'm just reading, like, yeah, they're pretty and, fucking and, high up.
1: And also, I think it's like, it's like, it's like oh, he's scored 40 goals in this, in this season. Is that a lot? Is that, <laughs> is that average? How many games did they play? Like, I don't yeah. know. Is that, yeah, is that- for as much
0: as... Huge uh, Leicester and Everton, right? Yes, Everton. Yes, who, who huge got, Leicester City and got, Everton fans. Who, Everton got curb-stopped today by uh,
1: Manchester City.
0: Oh God! Well, regardless, yeah, huge fans of those two teams. But yeah, the wider soccer realm, we really we got nothing.
1: Yeah, Look, we we have to have like Eli Craig draw and so it says here in 2017, <laughs> we <William laughs> actually had 31 goals. Is is that? Is that, does he get points for assists like hockey? Like, like what, <laughs> you know, a that, type of thing? I do, I
0: still really, I don't know, this is neither here nor there, but that stat that got thrown out that Wayne Gretzky has more, like, assists we're, than we're, any we're, other we're, player's we're, points. He,
1: if you took all of his goals away, he still had the most points of all time on his assists, yeah. That's re-
0: fucking, re- 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 it's neither here nor there, but. Every time I see that fact,
1: it's like holy shit. I, and, and, I, and because we're not debating Wayne Gretzky in this, he's not eligible for this because of when he played. Um, I think any time that your nickname is the great one, yep. and the and the entire league, your, your nickname is the great one, and no one like bats an eye at that. And yeah. the entire league retires your number, even the team yeah. that you didn't play for, and you're not Jackie Robinson, who's like a, <laughs> who was broke the, the color barrier in your game. Um, yeah. You know, I think that, you know, you probably, Wayne Gretzky, I think, would undoubtedly be in the greatest of all time. Ever, yeah. Ever type of thing. Um, But, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: No, yeah. There's no LeBron James in hockey. There's no guy that everyone's like, oh, this guy, though, he could be. No, there's no one like that. It's Gretzky and then no one.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Um, Okay, and then the other thing that we should mention before we really dive into this is that we're going to try to come to a consensus Four names. Yes. Um, I guess we can try to order them a little bit, but it really we're going to come to four names. That to, to, aren't, me, aren't to me,
1: it's, it's, it's not like ranks one to four. It's just spots one, two, three, and four. Like they, like, yeah. they're all, it, it's one A, one B, one C, and one D in my
0: opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to essentially debate this out. But before we do that, we're going to uh, list all of our nominees. We came up with some lists of guys that we think – either deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore or at least deserve to be discussed.
1: And my thing was, so I did, um, I broke it up. So I have some NBA guys, MLB, NFL, NHL, and like miscellaneous guys that didn't play only, that were maybe whatever. And I have, I picked at least a couple guys from each just because like, you know, they're in the conversation. I just wanted to sort of have them. And they that sure serves our honorable mentions, like, you know, yeah. As we as we go along. But before we start that So I I told John about this. I think that in this, there is only one person that is a isn't like a mortal lock in this. Like I, I think that everybody else besides this one person, you can have a debate as to whether or not they, they belong on the list. With this one person, I would be extremely interested to hear what what John's counter argument was if he, if he disagrees with me. John, who do you think my my consensus um, pick is for greatest male athlete of our generation according to Americans? So I initially, when you
0: brought this up, I was like, "Oh, it's LeBron." But I actually i i had crossed that out on my piece of paper,
1: it and it, not, it's it is, it's not LeBron. So you're correct. No, it's it's Tiger. No. No, not, it's not tiger. not tiger. Who is it? Michael Phelps.
0: Oh I didn't even have like I didn't even think about Phelps, actually. I did not think Olympians.
1: Oh, I I, I have I have a miscellaneous category with, with those types of guys on there. But to me, if you're talking like I, I don't know like I think like, I think we could we could pencil him in now before we even get the rest of the names. Michael Phelps is on the Mount Rushmore of male athletes of our generation.
0: I agree with that. No, I, I just didn't really consider. I was thinking about professional sports organizations. I was not thinking about the t- Olympics. T- Tiger's coming later. Where oh, no, I know. Time? No, and I'm with you on the Tiger vote. I'm sure he's in your four, but. Wow, yeah, I had not considered Phelps, um, but yeah, he would be at least narrowly above the rest of the field, just in terms of, I mean. It's also just ridiculous when you think about it. it's not like. Every other guy, it's like, oh, he was doing it year in and year out. Michael Phelps would like absolutely dominate the entirety of the world, disappear for four years, and then come back and dominate the entirety of the world three times.
1: Yeah. And it's a thing, too, where it's like you're defining is that it's like, here's him and here's everybody else in his sport. Yeah. That relative distance was maybe the, like the most amount of anybody on this list you know like and I said it helps too that he was in a sport where A he won a lot obviously the record holder for gold medals and total medals at the Olympics but also yeah. like was was setting and breaking his own records and re and rebreaking records constantly like, yeah the whole time so it's like not only was he like winning at the time but it's like also yeah like fastest ever to do that that time like you know, swimming's been yeah. around where it's like yeah he's world record world record world record world re- like you know
0: and I think it also helps, I think, any of these guys have to have that, like, big, like, oh, this is the guy kind of moment, which I think is sort of an ineffable quality, but it's it's definitely there. And for him, it was that relay. where Was he the one who made that last leap? No, no that was, uh, but he was that in was, it. J, he was
1: in it. So that yeah. the relay was, um, it was Colin Jones, Michael Phelps, Jason Lezak was the anchor. I yeah. don't know who the, who the fourth guy was, but Phelps, I think, went second. It was the one that gave them the lead that Colin Jones then lost. And then yeah. Jason Lezak wanted to chase it up. But I mean, that was, I think you're, you buried the lead there. That was in the context of the Olympics where he won eight gold medals. In one. Yes, Olympics. that's I mean, true. So, you know, I think that's the main takeaway. It's not, he it was part of maybe the, one of the greatest races of all time. It's by the way, uh, he won eight gold medals in one Olympics. So, you know.
0: See, but to me, there's, there's just this piece of like, and like I think a similar thing could be said about Tiger where it's like, the sustained greatness is one thing, but also just like the the highlight moments kind of also have to be there.
1: That and just just one last thing on Phelps, it's it's I mean he was like the perfect like he was a fly guy. He had wreck world records and gold medals in like the freestyle, like in the IM. Like he was, he was, he was he was not just in one like he wasn't just like a sprinter where it was like yeah. he's won the hundred three times. It's like uh, he was winning every stroke and breaking more records doing it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah so no, I, I, I think I, I agree. what spot number one, one, a Michael Phelps. That's I mean, I'm, I'm willing to pencil the lock that in stone right now.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I, I agree. I, yeah, I did not, I missed the, uh, the boat on Phelps initially, but I, I will adjust my rankings accordingly because yeah. I do agree with you.
1: Um, okay. So that's, that's, that's one spot, but to, for the rest of it, let's get our, our, our picks out there are yeah. our, our, our nominees out there so you want to start with your do you have any nba picks
0: i do uh so my i only have three nba picks and I have, it would be I have three
1: as well so
0: okay so mine are lebron obviously kobe pretty obviously yes. and steph
1: i went with the exact same three NBA i'm picks. not shocked yeah. <laughs> yeah i and i just said i think if we wanted to look at the fourth guy would probably be Shaq if we had to make a fourth, yeah, pick. Would pick in terms of how dominant Shaq was, now here's a little early. Like Shaq stopped playing, I think in maybe 2011 was maybe Shaq's last. He season. went for
0: longer than I remember. That's all I yeah.
1: know. He played for the Cavs in the 09-10 season. And I think he played for the Celtics in 10-11, and then that was it, so. Yeah, he bounced around a lot, but,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think he's borderline, because I do think a lot of his better years were a little before yeah. when I remembered. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, you get a lot of, like, guys of, like, a like a Kevin Garnett was, like, very good for a very long
1: time. And, like, you know, Tim Duncan was, yeah. like, you know, maybe, you know, and then you, and then you have guys, like like, you know, like, where does Kevin Durant, like, fit? Yeah. In? Like, those guys that will probably, as time progresses, rise up in within the tier of their own, like, sport and maybe get into this conversation. But as of right yeah. now, are not quite there yet.
0: Which I do think uh, gives you just some semblance of an idea of the rarefied air that Steph has been playing in over the course of his career. Yeah.
1: Rarely, rarely can you point to one guy and be like, "That's a guy that changed how yeah. the entire league plays," and he's one exactly. of those guys. Like and yeah. that's why you know he's he's got a couple of MVPs and his his run has not been nearly as long as like LeBron's or Kobe's was, but he is a guy you point to and be like, "Game is different because of that guy," and that's why he's yeah, run. he's in he's in consideration on my list. That's the
0: thing I think uh, when we look back at this and like. 20, 30 years when these guys are all retired, like, in the hall or whatever, we're going to remember this as, yes, this was, like, on a macro scale, the LeBron era still, Mm -hmm. but then when you zoom in on it, it's going to be, like, within that, the Warriors and Steph Curry in specific uh, changed how basketball gets played. Yeah. Um, So I agree with you on that. Um, All right. We can... Wow, we're hey,
1: starting man. off strong with having just identical picks for the
0: NBA. Identical players. pick. And also, yeah, I mean, it, it's we just don't need to say anything about LeBron or Kobe. I don't think anyone is. I think, like, I
1: think that's, a, that's an ode to there that we that we talked for five minutes about Steph and didn't you're like, yeah, LeBron and Kobe. Yep. Okay. Nice. Not I right. don't think
0: anyone's going to be like, well, I'm not so sure that Kobe. <laughs> like, I don't I'll, think we're going to have I'll, that, that, that conversation. I
1: don't think that LeBron guy belongs on your list. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, okay. All right. Well, what sport you, next? Any MLB picks? So I only had two MLB picks, and I do think the MLB is just difficult. I I had two as well. Okay, I'm excited. So my two were Mariano and Clayton Kershaw. Okay, Mariano
1: and Barry Bonds. Okay,
0: okay, that was I debated going with Bonds here, but given the uh, the steroid issue of it all, I left him off.
1: And so here is the my thing with with bonds. Um, if you, I think de- debating whether or not Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame, c- when you compare him to guys that played before him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's that's a different debate than what we're having. When you look at, I mean, the assumption I think is not you know it's not a it's not crazy to say. A lot of the guys, especially a lot of the good guys of that time, were using steroids. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. In the in, into the early two thousands, and Bonds, at the time, I mean Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I think I've ever seen play. Like it was ridiculous
0: that it, he it, kept it, the, I like
1: the joke where it's like you know McGuire was on steroids, Sosa was on steroids, and Bonds was like, "All right, Mark, here's me on steroids, and I'm <laughs> way better than you are. Like here's here's seventy. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because I didn't
0: realize this because it was before our time. When he came into the league, he was like a skinny, like, skinny center field. Yeah, yeah sure. like, he was a leadoff hitter. He was like a base-stealing guy.
1: No, he, he always, now, he people are like, well, yeah, he only hit – no, he always had power. I mean, He did, yeah. But he was like – he was, but, like, he yeah, was a I mean, leadoff the, the, hitter. Yeah, the, the inherent – you don't hit 762 home runs just on steroids. I mean, you have to have a lot of yeah. inherent power in there as well. Uh, but but the reason that I think Bonds is on there is what I love is he's the guy for baseball where it's like if you were in the majors today and hit in every game, went two for four with a, with a single and a home run, you'd have like 300 whatever hits, 160 home runs, this many RBIs, and a lower OPS than Barry Bonds had in 2006. It, it, like that's, <laughs> he's the guy. Where it's like, yeah. By the way, he, he they were inventing new stats to show you how good Barry Bonds was. Like, <laughs> and it, it's the same thing with like we get into football. But like Mariano Rivera, like he's a guy where it's like, oh yeah, more people have walked on the moon than have scored. I guess Mariano Rivera in the playoffs. It's like it's like the shit like that where it's like you know, yeah, uh, he was so much better than everybody else at his position specifically. Um, I think the crazy stats guys are like the ones that, um, you know, kind of belong on this list.
0: No. And that's, and I think from a more like just sort of stepped back perspective, because I mean, like the Mets had to play the Yankees six times a year or four times a year, I guess, because they do two and two, but like, I just distinctly remember if we went into the ninth inning without having the lead, it was like, all right, well, there's no fucking point. Like, yeah. there is no other pitcher that I can think of who, like, was able to do that for longer than two years. Every other pitcher, it's like two years, three years, where they're, like, unhittable, and then, like, they just sort of fade. Rivera was a decade where it was like, you just can't touch the guy.
1: De- decade plus.
0: Yeah. And, like.
1: I mean he, the- he, I mean, he started closing. 97. The Indians beat the Yankees in playoffs with the World Series and notably in like game three or four Rivera blew the save against the against the Indians um and that was like you know then but and then, and then from that point on it was like lights out so when did you retire 2016 like yeah because he was the last
0: guy who was still wearing the number 42 yeah that was, it was they had grandfathered him in he had been in the league for that long that he had yeah. carried that number. So yeah, I do think I, there is. I think if you take out the PED stuff, I think that it's almost like Barry Bonds is like another lock on this list just by sheer virtue of those stats. But yeah, I agree with you that maybe he belongs in the list. But yeah, there's a. I think he does take he takes a knock just due to the controversy. Yeah, just due to the controversy. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't disagree. So I think I think what it's saying is we didn't even talk about Kershaw. Like, we cross off Kershaw and Bonds, but leave Morgan and Rivera in the running. I agree, yeah. No, I think, yeah, and, and Kershaw, it was mostly a longevity thing right. where I was, yeah. Um, my like favorite that. thing about it real quick before we move on with Rivera is uh, when David Ortiz retired, he did like a little article of like, you know, the 10 hardest pitches I ever faced type of thing. And he's and uh I don't know if Rivera was number one, But he was like he was by far the way the most frustrating pitcher to ever go against because it's like he had one pitch you you knew it was coming and it's like he's thrown six cutters in a row because it's coming now four more cutters like here it comes another cutter
0: great luck trying to hit it that's that's all you can do and And yeah it was
1: it's almost it's like just that level of like I know what I'm throwing the batter knows what I'm throwing and he still can't hit it. Like,
0: well, and that's what like I also think is so insane about the longevity thing. Like, every other pitcher, that's half of why they fade. Like, yeah, there's usually some like injury stuff involved, but there's also just that the league kind of reads the book on you and yeah. they figure out what you can and can't do. That just somehow Rivera was just able to stay ahead of the curve the entire time. Yeah. Though notably, almost never adding a new pitch to his
1: repertoire. They even attempt to later. Like, once we got into like the late like towards like 2010. I mean, it was like, what did you, what are they going to add pitches for Like,
0: yeah, there was no CC Sabathia stage where he was like, all right, I don't have the heater anymore. Let me like start trying let, to like, no, let, that never let, happened.
1: Let me throw the nastiest slider in the game real quick. Yeah, no, like, it was just, yeah,
0: that just never happened. He just stuck to the exact same thing and just did it better than everybody else. So yeah, I do think that he's, he, he's the lock or not the lock. He's the one to keep. And I, I agree with who the other two get dropped.
1: Um. Real quick, do you have any, any NHL picks? I have no NHL picks now. I mean, I, I put Crosby and Ovechkin on the list. I don't think they're probably. They're, I mean, I think they're the two best NHL players from this yeah. era. You know, I don't think they're debating that. There's, there's there's other guys that are maybe close to their level, but neither one of them has been so dominant or so like unstoppable that you know. They're probably so. I think I have mother as honorable mentions, but I think I'm gonna cross them, them both off just for the sake of. I agree. Know? I think they're, but I,
0: yeah, I think they're Hall of Famers. their yeah, first ballot yeah. Hall of Famers. They're
1: Hall of Famers. And I said they'll go down as one A, one B of this generations of hockey players. You know, I yeah. think even I think they're, they're the guys where it's like those two, Patrick Kane, like guys that non hockey fans are very aware of. Those are the yeah. two guys, you know.
0: Yeah you do have to tip your hat to when you're not following the sport at all when a guy somehow still makes his way into like your consciousness where it's yeah. just like
1: it's, we're, somehow we're, that we're, tweet we're, still makes I, his way any 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 sports fan even if they're not an NHL fan it would be like Sidney Crosby is the you know a forward for the uh, penguins, like a kid plays for the Capitals. And people just knew what they were, like what they were doing type of thing.
0: You know? Yeah, you, you could like recognize them on a street, even though you've like never watched a single one of their games kind of like it, it is impressive.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, So they, I think they're worthy of honorable mentions, but I don't think they're going to make, they're going to come close to making this list.
0: I think the only other one that I would mention and I'm just thinking of it now would probably be Lundquist, just in terms of a like yeah. And that's, again, it's not a, like, I don't think he belongs in the Mount Rushmore. I just think he deserves to be mentioned. I think he's still a cross-off, but from a pure, like, being that good for that long.
1: Like with Marc-Andre Fleury in a very similar conversation. They're Um, the Frank Gore of hockey players,
0: where it's, like, never, uh, like, the guy, but, like, so good for Zola. or,
1: Or the guy for a year here or a year there, Yeah, but, like, you know... Few Always people, good. Few few people feel bad having Marc Andre Fleury in the net. Yeah, you know.
0: Never forget that that was what the Golden Knights got in their uh, they, they, supplemental they, draft.
1: He he was the guy they targeted to get. Oh was yeah, Mark, was Marc Andre Fleury?
0: And it worked. They went to the playoffs. <laughs>
1: playoffs? I mean, they were in the Stanley Cup final.
0: I they mean, were uh, in the Stanley yeah. Cup finals. That's right. I forgot. I love, by the way, because it happens every couple years. The fact that the NHL like um, expansion draft is just fundamentally broken is incredible. I love yeah. it. They should never stop.
1: Because it happened there's, with. There's going to be sixty teams in the NHL in a few years, John.
0: <laughs> and every single one, the first year after they get in, they're going to have an incredible playoff run because they got every team's good players.
1: <laughs> they got every team's like fifth best player, which when you put them all together, like it's an incredible team. <laughs>
0: Or, yeah, a, a team's player that they're like, ah, we don't really want to pay this guy anymore. So, yeah, go ahead and just take yeah.
1: him. Hey, Which, team, team, team with literally zeroed money in salary right now.
0: You can take this guy. <laughs> you can take, yeah. Go ahead and take Marc-Andre Fleury off our hands. Why the fuck not? It is, it, it's happened like three or four times. I think the Colorado Avalanche, maybe? It's them or the Carolina Hurricanes. One of those two teams won the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. <laughs>
1: John, breaking news! Breaking news! Tim Tebow has retired from baseball.
0: That's such a shame. He had just been invited to spring training.
1: <laughs> I, I this this is a total divergence from. Yeah, let's just oh, do it anyway. But I, I I contend that if Tim Tebow had not gotten hurt, the one year he was actually like playing half decent, he would have yeah. been on. Um, he would have, he would have played games on the Mets. Oh yeah, no, we've had because again.
0: It's not really a factor of how good he is. It's a factor of how bad the team is.
1: He, the Mets were bad. He was playing decently well. I think was in like double A. I think he'd gotten up to like double A. He was, yeah. He, and, he, and he got hurt like right sort of at the time when they were going to call people up. He would have been called up to the Mets.
0: Oh, yeah. no, He was, I mean, yeah, he would have been putting bodies in seats. Absolutely.
1: And he would have joined the elite list of two-sport athletes. That played professionally at two levels, which would have been incredible. Yes,
0: would have been really fun if he had made it to the majors, but Jordan never did. Yeah,
1: um, okay, so that there was, uh, so that was just a bit of hockey talk. Um, uh, NFL, I have two NFL picks.
0: Uh, I have four actually. Four,
1: so I- I'll start with my head. So I just have uh, Tom Brady as paid man.
0: So I I have those two, obviously. And then I also tacked on Drew Brees from a purely statistical perspective, um, even though I do think he's head and shoulders below those first two. Um, And then I I really think Randy Moss deserves consideration.
1: Okay, yeah. I think both Brees and Moss are not going to make the list, but are worthy of being just mentioned. I mean, Randy Moss was... If... For no
0: other season than the season where he caught 26 touchdowns. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Because I was initially, I was like, I think Calvin Johnson probably belongs on this list. And I like started looking up stats just to like validate that decision. And I was like, oh no, it's Calvin Johnson's just not as good as Randy Moss. And I also like watched Randy Moss at his prime, which I kind of forget periodically.
1: And people forget too, uh, not going to make the list, but like T.O. T.O. was very good, was very, very good as well. And I think T.O. and Randy Moss
0: both belong in a specific echelon of receivers who really proved that they belong in the discussion purely because they did it with different quarterbacks. Yeah. Because you always have that thing of like, all right, like, was it Jerry Rice or was it because he played with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks? That has to be a discussion. Never a discussion with those other two because they just bounced around to different teams and were all stars for yeah,
1: us. Also, they played for like five different teams like each. Like they were on yeah. a lot of teams.
0: Yeah, that's true. It wasn't like they switched once. It was like they just kept getting traded or leaving in free agency or doing And the funny thing nonsense. is
1: as the, as the couple times when they got elite quarterbacks, it's like, oh, that guy is just way better than everybody else in his position when he has a guy that can yeah. throw him the ball in the right spot all the time. Like, oh, he is just that much better than everybody else.
0: Which I do think is, and to, to loop back around to Brady a little bit, I think that's the best argument for both Brady and Randy Moss, is that when you put those two together, like when you gave Tom Brady an elite receiver for the first time in his career, and when you gave Randy Moss an elite quarterback for the first time in his career, or not the they, first time, but they, like they,
1: they shattered every record that had existed.
0: Fifty touchdowns and I think it was twenty four for Randy Moss, and it was like what, like what the hell?
1: I, I a highlight reel of like Randy Moss's top ten plays in that season like came across my YouTube feed. He was literally, I mean, they call it mossing for a reason. I mean, he was yeah. just mossing people every like chance he got.
0: Yeah, the man has a verb named after him, which is why I think he deserves the honorable mention. Uh yes. Just because, I mean. And it, yeah, it's become sort of a like uh, ESPN like Sunday football meme thing that I hate now. But I mean, in the moment, it was like, "Holy shit!" There's no defensive back that can cover this guy. Yeah,
1: and 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 my uh, real quick while we just we'll just mention Drew Brees. Um, I yeah see what you're saying there from a from a purely statistical perspective. Yeah, um, he's in the conversation. He is just head and shoulders below Brady and um manning and so that's why i even put him on because it's like he's not going to make the the rush more the final rush more.
0: no i agree also so one more point on randy boss during that 2007 super bowl the giants take the lead with like it was like 45 seconds left or something like that it was no time the patriots have like minimal minimal time minimal time they have no timeouts i was still 100% certain i was like and it wasn't because of Tom Brady. I was like, "There is no one on this team that can cover Randy Moss." Deep, no. Dear God, I am so I, that like when the ball went up, I was like, "I can't look at this because I'm so sure it will land in Randy Moss's hands." Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, much like the Bron and Kobe, I don't think Brady and Peyton need any justification I, I'm, for I'm being animated. on this list.
1: Discuss them. Um. Uh, and then. Uh, we'll talk about Brady in a second, probably later when we start to debate. The, I just have, I have four guys besides Phelps we've already put on the Mount Rushmore that are like my miscellaneous Olympic, uh, sort of independent athletes. Um, okay. So, so I've got Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah. I think, you know, worthy in the discussion. Um, uh, I put Usain Bolt. On that's an interesting on, in the conversation. One.
0: I left him off purely on the uh, as judged by Americans perspective, but I do, you're right. Like, America is still, like, he was still a, like, advertising powerhouse in America. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. he was in the consciousness. So that's, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Federer, I put on the list. And people might be like, well, that one's, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to, I don't think he's going to get it because Nadal and Djokovic now have sort of like caught up to him. And it's like, you know, that's that's one where if, if we did this list in like 2010 or like 12, like, yeah, Roger Federer would be on the list. Um, but, you know, Nadal has now tied him and his majors or his Grand Slams record and stuff like that. So yeah.
0: I also partially think that the whole – he can only play on grass and the doll can only play on clay thing, which, you know, it wasn't a hundred percent true. They both won on the other periodically, but like, I
1: think, I think they won one. I think the doll won Wimbledon one time. And Federer has <laughs> won the French open one time.
0: Yeah. Which, but it just like, it, it hurts the argument. Yeah. It, like,
1: it's like, if you were
0: like, yeah, no, Tom Brady's the best player ever. Unless he's playing in a away game, like or like a game on the West Coast, and then he just don't even bother.
1: He, he, he's the greatest like, guy in a dome. Of all yeah, time. it's like well, there's okay. It's that's kind a, of the it's, it's the it's the anti-Phelps argument where it's like Phelps did it in every stroke.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's it it is the biggest asterisk that I could actually think of in sports where it's like yeah, this guy was absolutely unstoppable unless you put him on clay, and then there was a guy who was head and shoulders better than him the whole time.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm actually, I agree with that. I think that's the best argument because I thought Federer was going to cause some problems in the debate. That's the best argument against him. I cross. I just crossed him off. off Okay,
0: yeah, I agree.
1: Worthy of a mention, not oh, yeah, the Mount Rushmore. And then, uh, my last guy, kind of a wild card pick, um, Joey Chestnut. Oh, that one did not cross my mind, but he checks every box. You want to talk about a guy who's done it all? If you want to talk about he's got longevity, he's got records. Not only that, but he's got like relative gap. He wins the hot dog contest by like thirty hot dogs every year, which is also ridiculous. He, John, but, he yeah, can, he he can eat at like three quarter speed,
0: and he can still win by ten hot dogs. That's the thing. He's not competing against the rest of the world. He's purely competing against himself at this yes. point. Yes which is it, it, it is interesting because yeah it belongs in a goat conversation but yes it's it ruins the sport <laughs> when you want to talk yeah. about it yeah.
1: i've not watched it's it
0: in th- years because it's like what's the point he's gonna win it
1: no it, it's literally just watch this video can you only he can you, can you eat 80 hot dogs <laughs> like, <laughs> you know that's literally what, what we're down to <laughs> maybe you, you you go for the the intro. Where the guy, I can't think of his name at this time, but where the guy introduces him like he is actually Jesus Christ coming down to like meet the people. <laughs> and then it, it's it's like let's see if he can hit 77 this time. Like, you know. I love that
0: there are like announcers who like that's just their thing. Like it's they're like, call. it's just yeah. that guy. He
1: like, <laughs> the, the, the the major league eating is basically just this guy. He is the judge jury and executioner of Major <laughs> Well, yeah, you, they can't sustain multiple guys. So there's, there's two, there's two best parts. Besides, it's we see if Joey Chestnut's? Let's we'll see mm-hmm. if he eats. You know, let's we'll see if he seventy four and a half now. Um, it's the intro <laughs> where where it's Joey Chestnut here is Jesus Christ, Joey Chestnut, and then it's also I love to see the other competitive eaters, the other contests, and they won throughout the year. And I was like, you know, he ate a world record, like eighteen pounds of moon pies. And it's like what? <laughs> He ate four hundred (laughs) and ninety peeps in three minutes. What? (laughs) Just the contest. The contest they come up with like yo 30 cans of sardines in a half hour. Like, what? Do you think every single one of those contests
0: like has that idea and they initially like it crosses their mind like, hey this is the next hot dog eating contest. They're like, Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. In 10 years, no one's going to be talking about hot dogs, but everyone will be talking about peeps.
1: Mm. Yes. What well, I thought was, why is like, you know, Matt Stoney is a, is a, is another popular guy for all because of his YouTube. He beat chest at one time in the hot dog contest, but uh, is like, does he challenges on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And I remember like, he did like a peep contest and he ate like four more and then the guy that came in second. I was like, you mentioned me that guy. I hate 630 Peeps and <laughs> came in second. Didn't even get a fucking trophy out of
0: it. Because yeah. you know what? They don't have a second place gift for the Peeps no. contest.
1: They're, they're probably not even a prize body. It's here. Here's some antacids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's antacids. It's a plastic silver medal. Yeah. And and yeah, you get a pat on the back. Maybe a certificate that they printed out in the back. Uh, I think that I, – I am with you that Chestnut is an honorable mention,
1: I think. Yes. He probably – when it comes yeah. to – you know, if it, if it, if it was a greatest at their job, yeah. thing, then
0: I think he's on the list. It's just – it's purely a competition thing, in my opinion. Like
1: – It's a very narrow, like
0: – And this is where I genuinely think – Because, like, there was Kobayashi for a little bit, where, like, he was, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, it's like, Kobayashi and Chestnut, like, who's gonna be... Like, I have no idea how much better Joey Chestnut is than every other person on the planet, because that many people just don't try to eat that many hot dogs. That's true. And it does, I think, actually hurt him that he's that much better than everybody else, because it's like... I just have to assume that there's somebody else who can close that gap on this planet Earth. Somebody.
1: I will say this, the West, we did a lot of Joey Chestnut talk here. We um, did. Probably a little too much, but um, <laughs> Big Cat, who's one of the hosts of Pardon My Take, in like 2015, from like a promotional thing, was it in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And that's, that's I think, right. the closest we have to like, which, at the Olympics, we should we want to have the normal guy. <laughs> like defense, so you can see how much better they are than like the average person. I think yeah. Big Cat, who's a big guy, but like that's an average person trying to eat as so many hot dogs. I think he ate eleven <laughs> hot dogs in ten minutes, which is a lot, which really, yeah, that's really that's disgusting. Really yeah. And Chester ate like, you know, seventy. And it's like, all right, we're yeah, not even, like in the same like, stratosphere. But that's the closest to like how much better Josh is than, like the average person eating hot dogs. Did the man versus food guy ever try it? Because I feel like that'd be one I'd watch. It, it, I, she, to me from what i've gathered is is that the adam Richmond that's a mavers food guy yeah um he can put a lot down and like you know does can can but like it's a speed thing it's gonna
0: eat it in 10 minutes like that's true all of his challenges are because that's the thing i think the chestnut could easily some, do some any of, those some, challenges. Some, of them,
1: some of them have like Thailand for always like 45 minutes an hour a half
0: yeah hour, it's an hour to hour. eat like an 80 pound steak or something ridiculous like yeah. that where it's gross but yeah, not seventy hot dogs in ten minutes. Gross. That's true. Uh okay. Yeah, we can move on from chestnut
1: now. I I, I can tell you, dogs per dogs per minute. <laughs> one of the one of the best stats out there. That was not listed in our uh, our pod
0: of uh, dogs, best dogs.
1: Dog, best units of measurement. Dogs per minute. DPM was not brought up. No. It's a, it's a it's a running ticker. They have it. It's like defense right now is hovering just below eight. It's just,
0: I hope it's some sort of like stock chart where it's just dropping up, and he's like, "Oh man, he put down a lot that
1: minute. He's I, up. I, I, I saw a thing one time where it was uh, cousin Sal had bet on how many hot dogs Joey Teston would eat, and it Jesus. was like, it was like un- he everything, and it was like under seventy, and he ate like sixty four. And it's like Godzilla's like I want it. And then he's like, oh no, sorry. I ate a whole other plant that didn't count yet. And ate more onto the on the less <laughs> the over. It. It's like, what are you were you kidding me? Like there was just this, another plate sitting over there? Yeah, they, they missed this whole <laughs> extra plate I ate. Sorry. I was eating so fast. The guys with the counters couldn't even do it. They could not keep up. They they missed because that's how they count is like there's a certain there's a set number per plate. Yeah, it's a clear plate, and then a many you have left on the plate because it's, it's in your mouth. Don't forget, it's, get it in your mouth, not not in the not all the way down. Which yeah makes sense. Yeah. God. Okay, that's 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 enough, Joey Chestnut talk. <laughs> to mention, but not gonna probably make the Mount Rushmore of male athletes. Okay. So, so is, we have Phelps uh, on to, now. Did we cross off Usain Bolt too? Or that's a good
0: question. Are we leaving him in the in contention. I honestly just didn't think about him from an American perspective, but with you bringing him up, I actually do think that he belongs in the group.
1: Okay. So for my records here, we are, we have for three spots siding between um, eight guys and it's Kobe, LeBron and Steph, Mariano yeah. Rivera, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning mm-hmm. and Tiger Woods and Usain both.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, I, I believe that that's what we decided on. And of that grouping, I think there's a clear tier ranking. Like, I think if we want to just do honorable mentions right now, we could say like Steph yep. is an honorable mention. He's not on the list. He's not on it. He could be. Yeah, like like we said, if we do this for five fast years, forward, he could fast be.
1: forward five years, yeah, he could be on this list.
0: He, he could easily be up in this LeBron Kobe category. But again, I think given how short his career has been thus far, it's ridiculous that we're even honorable mentioning this. Um,
1: and then... I'm going to put Bolt I agree. in the honorable mention. And only the thing is, the triple-triple like triple, they've never been done before, he broke the, the world record in I think all three, at yeah. least once if not twice. But again, it's a narrow thing is like he did a field event too like carl lewis was kind of like yes you say both who also did a long job but did like other yeah. stuff as well so kind of a narrow focus yes he was by far the best at it at the time but um probably a little narrow to be like in the tier with these guys
0: no i i agree i think i still think if he had done the 400 which is like just a different type of race mm-hmm. where it's just like hey like you gotta like you got to really like go for a while here. And if he had like actually won a gold in the 400, then I think of putting him in because then it's like, holy shit, this guy can just yeah. win whatever or, race he decides or to he did,
1: Or if he did, or if he was a long jumper or a high jumper or yeah. something like, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. He should or have he did, just done or, the long or, jump. Or even did like the hurdles or something, like, you know, something different, you know. Which would be really difficult. Like, I think
0: to me, if you're the fastest man on earth, like, why not just try to see if you could make the Olympics in a long jump? Yeah. Because that's, you're halfway there. You're faster than everyone. I would,
1: I would say you're more than halfway
0: there. Yeah, exactly. You literally just need to learn the form of what to do once you hit the line. But everything else, you've, you've mastered. You're fast as shit. Like, yeah. yeah. No, but I agree. I think he's done. And then I honestly do think, I think Peyton's an honorable mention.
1: I would say yes. I, I, I mean, it's closer than people think. Peyton did five MVPs, and retired had every record, and you know that stuff. Had the single se- I think mean, does did he still have the single season touch? or did Mahomes break it. Uh, I think he still has it. So, so he has some records, but he, he a had that like notable bad playoff streak, and then also he won the Super Bowls. is no like slouch, but. Kinda of tough when you put him in the same category as Tom Brady to
0: That's the thing. It's it's Tom Brady with less Super Bowls is kind of what it just comes across as. Yeah.
1: Plus Brady has now passed him anyway in several
0: of so, yeah, exactly. Longer career, Tom Brady has now had. Um there can be an argument made as to who was on the better coached team. Like obviously you and have and that was
1: the thing is that Peyton was winning MVPs, but it was like if you put Peyton on the Patriots like they might have won Super Bowl every year. They, they, yeah. they, that's an argument people I think have, which is not crazy. It, it's it's not logical. It's they was close. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously a lot, but I think I think he's the guy where it's like Peyton was a better player than Tom Brady. Like if you were starting, if you were starting a team in two thousand and one, you would have picked Peyton Manning before you picked Tom Brady. It might be one and two, like that might be the mm-hmm. order, but it was definitely Peyton but at some point the winds have to matter for something.
0: Yeah. And that's, it's the tiebreaker essentially yeah. is what yeah, we're talking people, about here. Yeah, and it's, yeah. but it's, it, and it's not like, it's like seven versus five here. It's seven versus two, which is a, a big, gap. And, it's,
1: and it's also, it's seven. Yeah. <laughs> Holy also, shit. It's also seven.
0: Yeah. And yeah, Brady still has the, like the ridiculous 2007 season where he nearly mm. goes undefeated. He still has that year with Randy Moss where it's like, hey, if the Patriots had drafted or picked up a functional wide receiver for any of Tom Brady's seasons, Mm -hmm. maybe he breaks every goddamn record in the book.
1: And I think Brady has, which Peyton got for a brief stint. The the Colts just happened to also get Andrew Luck right away. But it was in the years that Tom Brady has not, when he got towards ACL before he was a starter. And then now his first year with them being gone, team stinks. Well, now stinks is bad. But they went ten and six when he ACL, but they didn't yeah. make the playoffs. Like you know, when it, when, yeah. when it was when it was just AFC championships or bust at least, and then not making the playoffs were the two options. And the only difference was Tom Brady. I mean, that's that also sort of speaks to how good oh, he so. also was.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of I, I mean, I think a lot of this hype is just revolved around. There's a chance that exactly a year from now we're all like, yeah, we were wrong. Bill Belichick was just as much of a reason because he has figured it out. But.
1: But there is a chance where it's like, oh, shit, which just this guy the whole time.
0: Yeah, given the information we have right now, it's Brady, so.
1: It's and that's, and Brady. it's like, you know, you look at like games like that ran a Super Bowl or somewhere. It's like, oh, it's a like Bill Belichick defeated their offensive scheme. It's a lot easier this doesn't take anything from Bill Budget, but it's a lot easier to game plan when you have the guy playing quarterback. It's literally like, yeah. all right, we're, we're, we're going to score at least 20. So all we need to do is hold him to less than that. Yeah. We're going to score with at least 20, paying no receivers and drafting poorly on offense. We're going to score 20 at yeah. least. We're just, yeah, we're going to you know, draft gonna...
0: offensive linemen, never have any notable running backs or receivers. And just have a, a defense full of honestly, again, no names, but no names that just played outrageously well. They,
1: that's part of it, is they, they had no names that ended up being some dudes.
0: Oh, great guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, and,
1: and that's like the thing is It's like, yeah, they might have been a third round pick, but they ended up being some dudes here. Yeah, it know? turned out to be Teddy Bruski. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. You know. Um, no, so Yeah, I agree. I think Peyton's an honorable mention. Brady is up in that other echelon.
1: Um, uh, what do you think about Mariano Rivera?
0: Mariano Rivera, I think, is the lowest of this group. I, I, he's an honorable mention, I think, just by virtue of... I think he's not... Uh, I had him initially before you pointed out Phelps. I had him at four, truth be told. Okay. So he would be my five right now.
1: And I think that's probably. I, I think I think we're we're making him an honorable mention for a very similar reason that we made that we made Usain Bolt an honorable mention. Yeah, and that by far the most dominant of the time, set records was a, he's a guy again where he, you're inventing like you, you can make up stats that are somehow true about Mariano Rivera. In a very narrow focus, though, like that type of thing, like he was. He was only a closer, but also like only a a three out, like never even like a, like nothing else. A three out ninth inning. That was all he did. Yeah, that was all he really could do. Like, yeah, you're not swinging out. him into a start. Not not, yeah. not, not not even not, not, not only that, but not even like becoming a four or a six out close. Well, he was like, a four out guy for a while
0: there,
1: early, but after like two thousand, like it was. It, it was three outs, and that was all you were getting on a bar. That's all you were asking him to do. I, I agree
0: that being a closer and just the way the baseball works does hurt him. And as much as, yeah, he is like the only pitcher that I can think of who was like, holy shit, like this guy was untouchable for a decade. But it doesn't really matter at the end of the day.
1: I got it. It, it, is a, it, is, it is, I think, he, I, I would agree. He is probably like five. Like, yeah, you, you know. He's uh, 5 or yeah. 6, yeah. Yeah. Um but again, if we're going to if we're going to knock him, we, 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 we have to figure out how we're not we just knocked Peyton Manning for only winning Yeah, two, exactly. two balls, You know. Yeah. Um it, it, it's what's knocking the say we we like bolt kind of a narrow scope. No, I,
0: and that that was really just my complaint about baseball in general. Like it's just so difficult for a baseball player to me because it's it's incredibly rare that a guy can be like that five tool guy uh, from a feeling perspective or a like dominant pitcher for their entire career, which is it's why just, it doesn't if, happen.
1: If he, if he was out in the middle of the worst country kind of to baseball and stinking the whole time, Albert Pujols would have gotten a mention on this list. Let's yeah. talk about like a, a, a totally tooled, like dominant player, Albert Pujols. I'd so he went to the angels. If he had retired after leaving the Cardinals, he, I think he'd be in, Maybe not on Rushmore, but in like, on this list. Oh, he's an honorable mention for sure. I mean, yeah, I, when you
0: look up, because I did like home run leaders, Abdul is up there. He got over 600, right? He's very close. I forget exactly where he landed. Oh, also, while we're talking about stat lists that are surprising, uh, guess who is in the top 15 in terms of three points made in their career? None other than J.R. Smith.
1: <laughs> I see I like fourteen. I'm, I'm surprised that like it's not like Reggie Miller and Ray Allen and then like every guy from the last ten years. Because like they shoot so many more threes. No.
0: That is it gets really funny because it's like Ray Allen, Steph Curry, Reggie Miller are your top three. Which is like that makes complete sense. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like it just gets weird. Like you go number four is Kyle Corver. Like yeah. Who is a career like 3D and D guy? Like JJ Reddick is up there. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, a career not three point shooter, is number 13. Yeah. Like, just by like, it's insane. Rashard Lewis is in the top. Yeah. I don't know. It's,
1: it is, it's bizarre. It, it, and that's what I think. It's an more show. Actually, I actually don't get surprised by those three point stats where it's like, oh, yeah, it makes sense because he's played in the last five years, probably in the top like four of three points made.
0: It's just hysterical that it's J.R. Smith. Yeah, that's the that's, thing. It, if you told me it was like Carmelo Anthony, then it's like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. Like He was good and in this era, so of course he would be. But J.R. Smith was like never really that good.
1: Uh, sixth man of the year. Uh, I think twice. He was sixth <laughs> man of the and year. I mean, at least once, potentially twice.
0: Definitely, yeah. But regardless. Okay, back around to the... Yeah. So are we down to four guys for three spots um, now? Or do we have five?
1: Let's see. So, we, so we, we're down to... Uh, Four guys for three spots. We, uh, for my, yeah. It's t- it's Tiger, Brady, Kobe, and LeBron. So, so I think. So I think. Uh, are we putting Tiger and Brady on the list? I think.
0: I was going to say, uh, to me, it's it's Tiger and LeBron, and then we have to debate Brady v. Kobe.
1: I okay. So I think for sure Tiger,
0: Tiger's um, in. So we can debate the other. Yeah. Yes.
1: So Tiger for sure is on. And just a little thing about Tiger Woods is it's. I don't know how often you. Uh... I'll go to the page right now. Um, the world golf rankings. Um, but it's this fun little thing. I, I frequent it more so during like, major season. I see right. who's where. Um, if the official world golf rankings. So currently number one is Dustin Johnson. Not that surprising. No. Um, Tiger Woods is currently sitting lower than he was for a while he is 48 right now understandable he plays about five tournaments a year not gonna happen yeah. in, the, in the world golf rankings this is this is the fun part so at the top they have um this this running ticker of previous um number ones in in world golf rankings so i'm gonna let it play for you so right now it's john Rahm, world number one for a total of four weeks yeah he's on there um Roy McElroy, world number one for a total of 106 weeks. Brooks Koepka, world number one for a total of 47 weeks. Justin Rose for 13 weeks. Justin Thomas for five weeks. Jordan Spieth, 26 weeks. Jason Day, 51 weeks, almost a full year. Um, Lee, Lee Westwood, 22 weeks. Luke That's Donald, 56 weeks. Luke Donald and Lee Westwood were the first two guys in the Tiger vacuum when he got back. Right. Those were the first two guys to sort of fill the void. So, like I said, so Lee Westwood, 22. Luke Donald, 56. Martin Keimer, 8 weeks. Uh, Adam Scott, 11 weeks. Uh, Tiger Woods, uh, world number one for a total of 683 weeks. <laughs> Significantly more than all of those guys combined. Yeah. Six times
0: uh, Rory McIlroy, who had a hundred. It was the next guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that that was the, for basically, you know, he won his first Masters, I want to say in 97. Maybe? 97? 97, 90, 99, maybe?
0: Um, I think you're right. It's
1: 97. Uh, hey, and wait, Chuck, I get a piece,
0: that? so you just riff on Tiger for a while. What'd you say? I got a piece, so you just riff on Tiger for yeah, a while? Yeah, so, so
1: he, he won his first Masters in 97. And from 97 until he got hurt after the U.S. Open that he won in 2008, he was, by far and away, the best golfer and the most dominant guy that um, no, had been around. I mean, it was Masters, like... He won, from from 97 to 2008, which is an 11-year stretch, he won four Masters, four PGAs, three U.S. Opens, and three Open Championships. He was the uh, PGA Tour Player of the Year, two, three, six, um, seven, eight, nine, 11 times. Uh, I'm sorry, and PGA Player of the Year 11 times. He was the leading money winner, um, ten times. You know, he, 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 he two-time FedEx Cup winner. You know, it was just an unbelievable. T- and the thing with Tiger, we talked about this with Steph, is why he's, you know, on the honorable mention. This Tiger is a guy that you could look at him, and Tiger has changed the way golf was played. They've had to lengthen, they've they've had to change courses because of how, how good Tiger Woods was. Golfers are athletes now. And work out because of Tiger Woods because they found out that when a guy showed up that was in shape and could outdrive everybody <laughs> by 30 yards. I became way better than him all of a sudden. Um so yeah, I mean, just just his stretch of dominance, and then also I think we, we talk about you know big moments mattering, especially with somebody like Phelps. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the downfall and redemption of Tiger Woods is one of the greatest stories in sports history i mean it, it, him it's winning true. the masters in 2019 may be the greatest golf moment in history and it's yeah it, it's but it might be on the i'm out rushmore of moments in sports history tiger woods winning the masters in 2019
0: no i agree and i also think i mean his whole career was essentially big moments
1: it, yeah I mean, I mean he has i mean he has the that that Famous chip at Augusta on the 16th yeah. hole that he put. In. I mean, like he has some of the most iconic shots of all time, and his just run of dominance is something that will probably never be matched again. Because I mean, I think probably personally because of him, you have now at any given time five or six guys that there's a world number one, but then there's five or six guys that are they're all in the same ballpark where any given mm-hmm. week they could win the tournament. That yeah. was not the case with Tiger Woods. Like he was. When he was winning, he was the the best golfer in town, bar none.
0: Yeah, and it's also – I mean, it's insane. I can't think of another situation in sports. Like, you did not want to go into Sunday with a lead over Tiger in any no. major. No. You just didn't want it. You weren't going to be able to keep it. He was and already was, in your head.
1: And his big you know knock was, oh, you know, he won all – until he won the Masters in 2019. Uh, was was he had had the 54-hole the lead in every major he had won. He'd never come mm-hmm. from behind in the final round. So it was, A, it was, if you were behind him, you weren't catching him. Yeah. And two, it, it was the, I think that the, the, the impact he had to guys around him, I think Brooks Kepka said it recently, but I think, like, um, a guy like Westwood and, like, Sergio would say, like, the absolute worst spot to be was, like, the group ahead of Tiger.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody is running and moving to get into position to watch him hit. If they're distracting you, it's louder because people are, there's commotion getting in position. Like, he had, I mean, he had a, just an incredible impact on the sport. And also, he's one of those guys where, in a similar vein to like how Crosby and Ovechkin sort of transcended their sport in mm-hmm. terms of like notoriety. Like, mean, Tiger had transcended, like, there was debates where if he was the greatest athlete, in the world as a golfer, like, type yeah, of him, where it was like, you know, is, is this the most dominant athlete we've ever seen? It was a golfer. Like, yeah, he, he, he was, he transcended the sport he played and had an unbelievable streak of dominance. That's why I think I agree. Tiger Woods can join Michael Phelps on our Mount Rushmore of greatest male athletes of our generation. I to
0: agree. No, I think he's the other. Yeah. He, he's on it now. So we, we got to, so now that leaves us with uh, three guys: LeBron, Kobe, Brady, for uh, for two, two spots. spots. So you believe that Brady
1: is the other lock? I believe that LeBron is the other lock. So are we done, or do you do you have debate <laughs> of Kobe over Brady? I mean, I don't have. I don't. I, I if it was Kobe versus LeBron, I think it's LeBron. I give you a, a reason why, but you would probably agree with me. I would agree with it. Yeah. That. No, my <sighs> thing with with um, Brady is what he did and, and I, I think that maybe you know, if, it, if this was three weeks ago and he hadn't won the Super Bowl yet or they just lost in the playoffs yeah. maybe we're having a different conversation but what he did being the Chiefs rarely, do you, I, I can't remember a time when this has ever happened before where the current Goat plays the new young, like, greatest of all time guy, yeah, and, and beats him. Normally, that's when you get your passing of the torch moment. You get Jordan beating the Showtime Lakers when they were old in the finals, you get LeBron in the heat beating the Celtics in the yeah. playoffs, you and you get. This would be if like Jordan dragged the Wizards to the finals and beat the Showtime <laughs> Lakers, or it'd be yeah. sorry, beat the Kobe Shaq Lakers. Yeah, like that's that's essentially what happened here. Yeah, and it, 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 to me, it, it's just like you've never seen where a guy that didn't need to cement his legacy anymore cements his legacy, but then also kneecaps the next, the next legacy guy before he even yeah. gets off the ground. Like for Mahomes. Ever be considered in the conversation for greatest of all time? He has to win eight Super Bowls.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he will
1: never. I mean, and I even guess then, we, even then, it's going to be debate. Well, he couldn't be never be, couldn't be Tom Brady when it when it
0: counted. That's true. And this is outside the scope of this conversation, really. But I do wonder if now there's a, a little piece of Mahomes that's kind of like. Not only do I not want Brady
1: to retire, but I really want the Bucks to make another run, and like I want another shot. At I him. would. I would say there's, that that is. And, it, you know, and it's the thing that Mahomes is so weird because, you know, he's he's been in the league for realistically very, three years. I mean, he was in there for yeah. that fourth year, but it was not the starter. Yeah. Realistically, he's, he's been in the league for three years. And in that time, has won an MVP, a Super Bowl, and made another Super Bowl. Yeah. Where it's like – and signed the biggest contract in history. A, re- like, a ridiculous contract. And it's like, you know – It'd be almost like beneath him to be like, oh, well, what do I care about, like losing? It's like, uh, I, I don't know. Like those, like and you wonder like how much it matters in the NFL because, mm-hmm. like, basketball, I think is the one sport where it's like your legacy matters in basketball type of yeah, thing. your pride. pride is on the line. Yeah, and it, and maybe it's just a little bit more of an intimate game. It's five guys, you know. There's you, the the great players of basketball have a lot more control than they do in football.
0: I think um, there's also a piece of it where the great players in basketball really enjoy talking shit on the players in the next generation. Yeah, in a way that I don't think happens in the NFL. It does happen in the MLB, but it's
1: not as it, 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 the weird thing. It just it's a difference to the sports. Like in and the Super Bowl, it's like yeah, oh, Brady beat you, Patrick. Like, like way to go. It's like my O line was wet newspaper. Like that Yeah, quick, exactly. Like 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 in football, you can play a game with a hand tied behind your back if you have injuries like the Chiefs did or something happens. Where, like, it's like... Basketball, yeah, it's it like, drops, it's, it's, yeah. it's like It's like, you don't really get that in basketball, where it's like, if LeBron wants to, like, he might try to win this one by himself. and he might be successful at it, you know, type of thing, where it's like... I mean, yeah. We had like, that one finals
0: from, like, where... 2007, no, yeah.
1: he dragged the worst final team of all time to the finals and beat ended the Pistons dynasty in the East in the process. Like
0: Well, but I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking like a couple years ago when Kyrie and Kevin Love were both injured, and then it was just like LeBron against the Warriors, and he actually like won a game. Like
1: uh the Cavs were up two one in that series.
0: That's true, yeah. They won a couple games. Like, it's it's ridiculous.
1: Cavs went up two one. And uh, Delhi went to the hospital for dehydration. He reserved right. himself so much that the Cavs never were the same after that. I forgot
0: about Dele. Um but Yeah,
1: it, but it's it just, but like, yeah, I mean, like, I I just can't remember a time where you didn't, where where your clear passing of the torch moment didn't occur. And it was instead of beat down the other way. Where it's yeah. like, Brady not only cemented his legacy, but he's like, by the way, like Mahomes, like you're never going to be the GOAT because I played, I, I played like we, Yeah, it lined up where like the GOAT played the new GOAT and like, you guys you got the matchup, you know, yeah. with everybody healthy and like, no. And that is, and,
0: and again, I think that that's the best argument for Brady over Kobe. Um, Cause my main reason for wanting Kobe in was that he kind of did it in two different eras. Like he did it with the Kobe Shack Lakers And then if it had just been that, you know, you're not having this conversation, but then he did it with a different group of guys again. Like he went on that second run. Um, But Brady also has that. And it's in a very different sport where yet it's not as like he he did have to elevate the guys around him a second time
1: with this specific year. If you really want to like get into like, he did he did it in a season that where they had no off season mm-hmm. dealt with COVID the whole time like didn't get the type of workout before he would have normally gotten and still was able to elevate they brought in new players and he was still able to elevate like yeah. the guys to a you know um to a championship um I guess my so I actually had, i had, it, it's just a different like To me, Kobe is behind LeBron, even though he won more championships. And I think Brady's ahead of LeBron, and that's why Kobe kind of get, kind of gets knocked out. Like, like, yeah. like LeBron went, went to, did things that you know. And if you want to keep going, like, we, like LeBron's going to retire with the points record. He already has like all the playoff stats records. Like he's won four, went to eight finals in a row like did things that were just ridiculous. No.
0: Yeah. That's it, oh. And it, it, it goes back to the, like the Richard Jefferson, that flow chart that he posted a while back where it was like, is your team going to the finals? And it essentially just comes down to, is your team a team that has LeBron on it? Cause if yes, it, then yeah, it, it, you're it, on the it, it
1: was, do you play in the content? LeBron. if it was, yeah, it, and if it was, yes, does your team have LeBron on it? And it's like, yes, your team's going to the finals. It's not You're not going to the finals, but it's like, otherwise, it's like you might be able to go to the finals.
0: You might, yeah, exactly. Like, it just doesn't, like, Kobe just never had that, where it was just, like, and it was like, just by default. And,
1: and you know, we, we've, we've, had, we've had to, unfortunately, split hairs here to, like, eliminate guys. If you want to split hairs, the first three, you know, Kobe was debatably not the not even the best player on, yeah, the team. You know, if you if you want to find the knock, Shaq was the MVP of the league. And I think was the MVP of the finals. All three of those years, or at least two. He of may them. have been. Yeah. Um, I will tell you. I will tell you. I'll pull it up now. Um, but yeah, if if you want to find like the knock to like put him down, um. Kobe was demandably not the best player on his team for three of the, of the five championships. Um, let's see. This is what yeah. Do. And I mean, it's just, LeBron yep. was just Shaq, a check check Shaq, Shaq, Shaq three time finals MVP 2001 and two. So. Yeah.
0: No, I mean that, uh, that makes sense. And again, yeah. Then Shaq went off and won something with the Wayne Wade. And it was like, you know, a whole separate thing. Like he was clearly a championship caliber player by right. himself. Uh, having Kobe helped certainly, but yeah, no, I do think I would have gone Kobe over Brady prior to this. But yeah, in the course of this conversation, I do think I've talked myself into Brady, uh, just because purely because of this year, almost.
1: Yeah, like I said it, it, this is a we're having this debate three weeks ago. I think that not only is it, is it Kobe more more like reasonable, I think it's potentially like almost likely. Like, yeah, I mean, you didn't have them then.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's yeah. And again, in a year from now, maybe Belichick turns things around, and we're like, uh, you know, maybe you know, but we don't it, know.
1: It, it, even if even if he does, I don't think there's anything that could happen now with either Brady and the Bucks or Belichick and the Patriots, where you where it hurts Brady's legacy like at all. Like no, that's you know, true.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, I, I think Brady is in rarefied air. Now we're just in, can Belichick do damage control for his own yeah. legacy?
1: Real, I think that's where, I think that it is the point we're at, where it's like, you know, and and, and Brady is now becoming a guy, when we move to the NFC, where it's like the stats are like, wow, he is just the greatest player that's ever played a quarterback of all time. It's like, you got as much Super Bowls as this guy's, and he had the third most NFC playoff wins or playoffs against yeah. FC teams and he played in the ASC his entire career except for one year. it's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, okay. Okay. So, well, I'm, I'm happy read,
0: with that. So yeah, yeah read, so, read it yeah. off.
1: To recap, we have Michael Phelps, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, and Tom Brady as the four, or as the Mount Rushmore of greatest male athletes of our generation, according to Americans. Good. Um, and, you know, we, we left off the equine athletes here. We were we only discussed no, human we did. athletes. You know, <laughs> I left the equine off of my list. American Pharaoh could have been in the conversation. Um, but that's a, that's a debate. Not for every everybody. day you get a triple that's crown. That's a debate for the one time of the best male athlete when American Pharaoh beat LeBron at the ESPYs for best male athlete. It was the most <laughs> absurd award of all time. I like think they went to a racehorse.
0: <laughs> they gave it to
1: a creature that cannot comprehend what the award means. Yeah, yeah they, they all, and also retired from its from its sport. Like that's it was, it, was, it was in the mile. We gotta get this result on the road. LeBron has to find out if he's losing to a horse or not tonight. Right? <laughs> so yeah, so the, the equine all our racing was left off as well. It's true. Um, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton not included. Lewis Hamilton not included. Also no. NASCAR. NASCAR, I don't know. NASCAR, IndyCar. I mean, I don't know if anybody would have been in that. They I can't even
0: it. list you a dominant. Like I I could give you Dale Earnhardt. I could give you a list of NASCAR racers. I don't know who's the dominant guy.
1: Tony Tony Stewart, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson or Jeffrey. Jimmy Gordon, Johnson, probably. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're Jimmy all Johnson. just names. Yeah, I mean they're, you know, it's it's tough. To um to, throw out Danica
0: Patrick. You know, Danica Patrick, just, just for the sake of it. Um, wait, give us the the honorable mentions too. I guess what we're going through. So, this. from an
1: honorable mention standpoint, we had uh Kobe now, uh, Steph Curry, Brian Rivera, Peyton Manning, and uh, Usain Bolt. Yep, and then we sort of mentioned but crossed off uh, Roger Federer, Joey Chestnut, Crosby, Ovechkin, Barry Bonds. We mentioned Clayton Kershaw uh, briefly, you know, so those are guys that also got talked about, but.
0: Uh, Drew Brees and Randy Moss oh, too. Oh, Drew Brees,
1: Randy Moss is well,
0: Which sure. I yeah again were all of those guys or most of those guys were immediate. We should say their name, but they're not on the list. Not really. on the list. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I feel good about that. Honestly, I, I didn't think you were going to be able to convince me about Brees being in and Kobe being out, but I, it, I got there. Um. Okay. Well. I think that will about do it for us. So now we're hitting uh, now an hour and 47 minutes into this podcast. We're not going to hit. If you if you are with us still, yeah.
1: you, deserve, you deserve this present.
0: You do. So, Charlie, uh, I don't have a secret phrase written down. I don't know if you had uh, um, a predisposed I one.
1: I thought of one today. A Go preset, with, okay. Uh, the horse's name was Friday.
0: Horse's name was Friday.
1: The horse's name was Friday. That old joke about you know cowboy comes to do a Friday, comes to town on a Friday, stays three days, leaves on a Friday. How, does that, how do you do it? Horse's name was Friday. So Horse's there's, name there's, was Friday. So, so form a group chat and text with me and John and text us the phrase, the horse's name was Friday. Well,
0: yes, that's true. Yeah. Every single word has
1: – it's not the horse's name is Friday. It's, yeah, it's, it's was. Past tense. The horse's name. The horses with proper punctuation. The horses. There's an apostrophe. Yes. Uh, name was Friday. Capital. I
0: can easily see just given Mike's texting habits, Mike leaving out the apostrophe and just missing out on the award based up purely
1: yeah. on that. John and I have found we've been brainstorming. It's going to be probably about $20 from each of us roughly for a gift or so. Yeah. We, we have found some good ones thus far. Um, there are options. There are. options. We have options, but depending on who wins, we have some more personal options if if those cards are able yeah. to be played. So we
0: may tailor. I think whatever we're going to really sit down and yeah, you know, we don't necessarily have it decided yet. Yeah, I think we're going to nail it down after we know exactly who we're we're sending this thing to. Yeah, you know, if it's Brian, it's or if it's Colin, it's one thing. If it's
1: Brian, maybe we just shit in a bag, mail it to him.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and again,
1: we if, to to deter you from not wanting to win, we want we will abide by uh, secret Santa rules. We're not going to send you a like here's a here's here's eight here's eighteen prey mantis eggs, <laughs> um, or here 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 are live here's a live bird, like nothing like nothing alive and uh, nothing that will get you on any sort of like government yeah. no, nothing illegal or bad. You know, yeah, like, we are like, not going to send like, you like, all like, of the like, components like, to a bomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if Zach wins, if Zach wins we're not going to send him drugs in the mail or something like that. No, yeah. Don't worry. We're not, like <sighs> this is going to be a fun. Like if if you survived us pretending to have the debate again and have gotten with us an almost hour full hour two. Yeah, um, you deserve a, you deserve a present you do deserve a
0: present so we will try to make it something that's actually like you know entertaining and you know something you want to have so, so, so something you you would you would like to receive in the mail um yeah and also i'm really excited that when the first 5 minutes hits uh, people are going to like see like get like 2 minutes in and be like holy shit they're going to talk about this the whole time and then look and see 2
1: hours and here's the thing john is uh, you got to be you got to make you got to be very creative now when you put the put like the, uh, the description in Oh, yeah. No, i thought that's true. Okay. Yes, you have the description. (laughs) Because it would be tough if it was like, we already had the whole time, and the description, John's like, the commission, Jay, like, debate greatest athletes of all time. And talk about (laughs) all week. No, it would ruin the thing. Okay.
0: It'll throw things off. No, it'll say something to the effect of uh, the commission. I'm going to make it vague enough to make it seem like I'm trying to not say that we're going to debate this thing again because then no one would click on it. But – yeah, it's going to – I'm going to have to actually think about this one as opposed to the usual 30 seconds I spend on it. Um, okay.
1: Glad glad that, that was on your mind though. I wanted yes. to make sure that you had, you had
0: thought about that. Of course. That. Um, the only other thing that we wanted to do is – obviously, this is the first off-season pod that we've done this off-season. Mm-hmm. We are not planning on doing another run of uh, – what did we do? 40 last time? I forget what the number was. Did we do 50? In a row might've hit 50. I have, I think I have it written down somewhere, but I'm not going to find it. Yeah. We're not going to do that again.
1: <laughs> All season pods will probably be more frequent in the summer. Um, sure. After the school year is over. Um, but yeah. So, uh, um,
0: but yes, uh, there. Okay. I think it was 40. Sorry. I'm just looking now. Um, But, uh, yeah, if anyone has an idea for an off-season podcast, obviously, Charlie and I, whenever we come up with one, we'll do one. But if you want to hear more of them, obviously, suggest shit to us.
1: Uh And we'll bring you on. We have this nice video. I've I've enjoyed the video platform. No, I don't think we're going to be putting a video version of the podcast out. I am going to look into it. My
0: thing is just that it takes so goddamn long. It takes edit. a very
1: long time to edit and upload a two-hour video clip. Yeah, that's um, the thing.
0: Like, generally, we do these. Like, it's it's nine thirty. I if this was just sound, I edit it and it's out by ten, and everyone's happy. I'm not staying up until midnight to edit this
1: video. Yeah, yeah.
0: kind of um, plain and simple. No, I,
1: I do, I do enjoy. I think this might be a good thing for John and I for, for recording purposes, but. To be determined if we'll make a video version of the pot. We no, we do have a YouTube channel still, so we, we do have, we, we have an avenue like two videos on it, <laughs> uh, if that. Uh, we just had the one, um, so we we have an avenue to post it, but we'll see if we. You know, I don't. I don't know if anybody even watched the ones or one we did post. So,
0: um, and yeah, that's another thing. If anyone has experience with it, because I really don't. Charlie has a sparing amount, uh, has experience editing videos and has a software recommendation or anything like that. I'm mostly looking at Ben, honestly, because that seems like something that he would have uh, experience with. Please say something because I just sort of went with uh, something
1: and or become a third member of the podcast crew and you can just be our editor.
0: That's true. Yeah, we, we are more than happy to bring somebody else in, uh, even if it was like, to have a third voice on the podcast, potentially like that is,
1: that is with, a role the, that could with, be filled with, with the requirement that you have to be the editor. That would be the yes. requirement though, to bring you in as a third voice.
0: Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened with you and I, I, you brought me in, but then I had to edit everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is correct. So that now it would be. Now, 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 to be fair, I did edit the, the, the. the there was a year. Done, yeah. Three years together. Now we've done this, right? Yes. Yeah. The first year that we did it together, all the time, I did do all of the
0: editing. You did all the editing year one, and then I believe it was when I took the commissioner range. that was when I took it. Yes. And then I just held out to it because Charlie did not want the reins back <laughs> no, of editing I, this podcast. John was like, hey, you want to edit it? And I was like, No. <laughs> Except during the, the quarantine pods, we went back and forth specifically because yeah, I didn't want did, to do it.
1: We did switch off because I was like, I'm not editing two hours of podcast at night. I'm like, fair. That's, that's a fair. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a understandable.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. That, that was really all that we wanted to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, please let us know. Feel free to text us or whatever if you guys have any ideas.
1: Also, also comment on the Mount Rushmore. Who'd we, uh, who do we leave off? Who should not have been included? Ooh, maybe,
0: um, maybe this will be a good Instagram post. I'll actually edit all the faces yeah, onto the Mount that, Rushmore. That, no,
1: that would be cool.
0: Hey, how about that? Chuck, did you notice, by the way, do you look at the Instagram account ever?
1: I still have it. Like, I get notifications about it still. It's still. Yeah,
0: I do too. So I, I wanted to see, I, I've waited like six months on this and or it's probably not even that long, regardless, I followed, you know, how, like a lot of like accounts will just be following one person. So always somebody funny. Yeah, I just followed Jameis Winston. That's the only person
1: we follow now. <laughs> nice. We're, we're uh, the Colin Cowherd of thing. Who who he actually followed now? But when he started, when we started Instagram, he was just following Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is yeah, I, I feel good about that.
1: And which is which is almost as good as the Skip Bayless on Twitter, where he just doesn't follow anybody. <laughs> Not a single person. He follows follows zero people. I want to know what Skip Bayless's timeline looks like. I, it's which, just recommended shit. <laughs> Yeah, which he also doesn't – he obviously does not look at his timeline. He, not, he, he only tweets out so people can hear his, his statement. It's a vacuum.
0: It's his own self-made vacuum. Okay, we've gone on long enough. Uh, well, let's get out of here before we hit the two-hour mark just for my own sanity. Um. Okay, keep an eye out for other um, off-season podcasts as we move forward. Yeah, um, I would say
1: feedback on this, on uh, League Dinner, on uh, League Trophy, yeah. on whatever else you want to give us feedback about. We are always appreciating it.
0: Yeah, uh, and that uh, will we'll potentially be on different forms of uh, social media, so keep an eye out there, too. We will obviously let pe- let everyone know if we go to YouTube or something like that. We won't just drop the videos and say nothing. But uh, yeah, until you guys hear from us again, peace.